0: This is the Work Smart Hypnosis Podcast, session number 261. Tom Nicoli goes online.
1: Welcome to the Work Smart Hypnosis Podcast with Jason Lynette, your professional resource for hypnosis training and outstanding business success. Here's your host, Jason Lynette.
0: We interrupt your regular podcast episodes for this special series of Work Smart Hypnosis sessions. Hey, it's Jason Lynette. And the truth is of this podcast series, we get a ton of downloads when the episode first comes out, but then we get even more over the course of the next few years. So if you happen to be listening to this episode, sometime in the future, let me give a specific timestamp of this beginning of a series here. That it's right now, it's March 23rd, 2020, as I'm recording this, and around the world, globally, we are in a health pandemic. The coronavirus, the COVID-19 crisis, people are getting sick, and various countries and specific states in the U.S. are going on full lockdown, encouraging people to stay home, and by all means, please out there, follow that advice. That being said, this seems a good opportunity to start to highlight people in our profession who have been doing this work online for years, which I'll give you a quick reference here before we jump in, which would be simply go to worksmarthypnosis.com forward slash now online. Make sure that's all one word with no punctuation. WorkSmartHypnosis.com forward slash now online. That'll redirect you over to the episode 260, which was the first episode I did on this series. We put a whole bunch of resources and we're bringing a lot of events online. You can see the list of everything that we've got going on uh, over at that now online link. But this became an opportunity to look and realize, let's double down The work smart hypnosis podcast. We're not going to be coming to you once a week, just on Thursdays for the next month, maybe more. Instead, starting with this episode launching this week, Thursday, I'm going to be coming to you on Thursdays and Mondays, two episodes a week. We're going to keep them to around a tight 30 minutes or so in terms of the content. And here's what it's all about, people. It's all about highlighting those people who have been doing this type of work for years giving you the strategies in terms of how they get their clients to find them for global online sessions, some of the best practices of how they do the work as well, which it seemed only fitting to kick this off right with Tom Nicoli. Tom was previously on the podcast back on episode number 88, Uh, back in December of 2016. I am cheating. That's in front of me. If you go to the show notes for this episode, that'll be right there in front of you as well. So the quick backstory of Tom, Tom had an amazing big break pretty early in his career of doing an amazing guest spot on Dateline NBC. You can hear the entire story when he was on the podcast back a number of years ago and how it became that instant success, which I love this anecdote that 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 session that they filmed for the nbc special was in an office that used to be a closet so yeah just further proves the fact you can do hypnosis practically anywhere and because of that instant fame that that clip then went global it went all around the world immediately there was the need to figure out ways to work with people around the world as well and through the wonders of technology we had zoom we have skype we have all these different platforms And the thing I really want to highlight of what you're about to listen to with this conversation with Tom is that the way that he gives his instructions to his client, it's like you've heard me say with the pre-talk, the all positive pre-talk, everything he says is positive. And it's just this beautiful phrasing that he shares, and I got him to repeat it. So listen carefully as he gets into it. Then we also go into the conversation of how do you find these clients? How do these clients find you online? And what I love about it is... It's the formula that we all ought to live by. Give, 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 get. That willingness to be out there, content marketing, sharing information, helping people out, and to have the same satisfaction, whether they are that person who watched you on a Facebook Live and learned something and create a change in their life as a result of that, Or even if they're that person, as Tom references, I've had these people too, who fly halfway across the world to work with you directly, or nowadays click a few buttons and suddenly we can see their headboard. There's a lot of conversations about headboards in this conversation. So thank you, Tom, for jumping in and helping us to launch this series here. Uh, Stick around and make sure you are subscribed to the Work Smart Hypnosis podcast, Because starting this week, uh, we're going to be coming to you on Thursdays and Mondays. We've got uh, Lori Hammond. We've got Marion Spurgeon, Kelly T. Woods, Anthony Jackwin, a whole bunch of others and a few more that I'm lining up just to give you more strategies, more techniques to really help our profession flourish in a time that people can really benefit from the hypnotic work that we can share. And with that, let's jump into the first of this series. Here we go. Episode number 261. Tom Nicoli goes online. Hey, Tom, how's it going? Well, great, Jason. How you been? Uh, Oh, you know, Operation Don't Wear Real Pants for a Month is officially in effect. (laughs) Hey, if it was warmer out, I'd be in the bathing suit right now. Yeah, which we were chatting before we jumped in that, uh, you know, at least change the shirt, right?
1: Well, yeah, you know, be aware (laughs) of
0: what's being seen. (laughs) Well, the number of videos, there's one uh, video inside of my hypnotic business systems where we had to spend a lot of time and effort to black out the one box of the person who didn't realize we could see them. And um, very (laughs) thorough shower, we'll leave it at that. Uh, So spending this month and doubling down on some of the podcast episodes that you were previously on the podcast, we'll link to it in the show notes at worksmarthypnosis.com. But I know that years ago, you took a lot of your work online and spending this month to kind of double down and uh, really unpack some of the strategies, some of the techniques. Mm -hmm. So can you walk us through, first of all, some of that backstory of when you first started to take things online? I'll tell you, man, it's a whole new
1: world for me. I had an office in uh, Woburn, Massachusetts, about eight miles north of Boston. And I had an, another office at the same time in Salem, New Hampshire, which is just over the Mass, New Hampshire border. And they were both doing really well. Um, man, there was a time, and this was even past Dateline stuff and all that, where I was still doing 90 sessions a week. So wow. imagine six days a week, 15 sessions a day, right? Can you believe that I now do about 10 to 12 sessions a week and I make the same money? Yeah. And it's all about restructuring and revamping. So I shut those two offices down about five years ago, maybe. I forget about four or five years ago. And I moved everything to the front room of my house, but I was seeing about 70 plus percent of my clients online because they're in different countries, different states. And as long as, see, my belief system, Jason, is I don't believe in telephone hypnosis sessions. Because we can emotionally trigger people, and you may not see their emotional reaction, and then you can't really handle the session properly. So as long as I can see you,
0: I just can't reach out and touch you, but as long as I can see you and you can hear me, we're good. Yeah, I tend to agree with that, That at least that quality to observe the person and see what's going on, and as soon as we can see them, it brings about a whole other range of techniques, if it's like an idiomotor sure. response, or even a head nod or something as simple as that. But that ability to really interact, and it doesn't take too much modification then to figure out the same stuff that we did in our offices. And I, I you, you got me beat on the numbers there. At one point, I was doing 35 to 45 a week, um, which is a time frame where I went, I don't have kids yet. I can burn out now. I'm young. <laughs> and nowadays, it's about 10 to 15 or so as well. So what modifications, what adjustments did you have to make, if any, uh, to make that work in the online format?
1: Uh, no more hand drops, arm pulls. Yeah. But over time, I got, um, well, I guess more skilled where I just sit in my chair, just look at the person and talk to them and got all the effect I wanted and needed. Hmm. There is a, the, the only difference I you know tend to believe is the energetic presence, right? Yeah. But not so much where it's going to affect the session to uh, any degree that's going to matter, in my belief and in my experience. So there really wasn't much, much adjustment uh, other than enjoying the non-travel, no traffic, setting so your hours differently, <laughs> working with anybody in the world so you don't have to you know, be concerned about your locale and all of that. Uh, it was pretty curious. I forget the gentleman, uh, and you would know him. Uh, I've done a bunch of teaching in in, uh, England, and that's how I met him. And he saw me post something about, I just finished a session with a woman in London. And he said, this is very peculiar, Tom. I just finished a session with a woman in (laughs) Massachusetts about five (laughs) miles from your house, and you work with somebody not far from me. So this is the cool part of it all is that, man, the world is your market No,
0: Right. I mean, it's that catchphrase of mine that the world has become a whole lot smaller. Mm-hmm. And th- there is that aspect of what opened it up for me. And, and I agree with you. And I want to go back to this idea of that energetic exchange in the mm-hmm. room and perhaps ways we can bring that out. Let's let's go back to that in a moment. But that experience where you've worked with somebody and they refer to you, and I have full faith in so many other people in this profession But there does come that game where they go, yeah, but I want you to work with my mom. I want you to do it. And suddenly I'm on a connection with someone, you know, Vancouver, British Columbia, three hours uh, behind me, um, how yesterday we had a big webinar event and someone was waking up at three in the morning to watch it live as it started at 4 a.m. His time Mm. and this ability that we can recreate a lot of that same experience and how, this has been viable for years. It's just a lot of people are having to catch up to it. Are are there any things that you're doing to create that sort of energy balance, to create that sort of same, we're in this together mode that we get so much more easily, let's say in the room?
1: No, man, because, you know, I've even written about it in my article in the journal about Mm -hmm. rapport. And I've always been very keen on uh, creating massive rapport. But I just mentioned it to Ramsey. I just put up a video and he said, man, I need 30 of those. And I said, I'll admit that I'm a ham. You know, I love this stuff. It (laughs) becomes easy to me. So, um, sorry, 30 of what? uh, These uh, promotional videos for the online conference this weekend. Oh, yeah. Wellness conference. Yeah, absolutely. No, to me, it's it's an easy gig. It's just getting the person comfortable, um, understanding what they may be thinking that could be an impediment, getting that out of the way. And just doing it the same way, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's worth so hey, much. Let me of interrupt it. you though. There's something you mentioned in passing that is an adjustment. That's time zones. Yes. That's the adjustment. So, you know, I'm, uh, I've become pretty particular and in, in somewhat selfish with my time and the way my, my lifestyle goes, which is just so freeing. But you know, then because of time zones and they can only do it after work. Yeah, I'm maybe sitting here at, you know, a different hour than I'd like to. Um, I'll tell you something interesting just popped my head so I'll share it because that's how I believe it goes whatever shows up I talk about <laughs> people will say well I don't have a space right I don't have a quiet space you know my kids my dog my whatever well there was a young lawyer that I was working with and she was uh, down in Florida she probably still is and when we did the sessions it was always at noon because she would leave her office go to a car lock the doors put a phone on her steering wheel and lean back
0: in a seat with her headphones on. Yep. <laughs> hey, anywhere that works. Well, it's it's that reality that we can take what it's, it's standard utilization. We can take Ooh. whatever environment that they're in. And the fact that we can do the work in the environment where you wish to produce the change often helps right. us get that result even faster. Exactly. Right? Yep. Which may be a bit of conversational influence or the the flexibility of it that I've had so many people, Pentagon workers tend to be my magic category for they're suddenly in the car yep. and uh, the phone is perched up somewhere and they're plugged in and good to go.
1: Hey, you can imagine how many metaphors I did about her driving to her goals.
0: <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Yeah. I was going to look at that. You mentioned something in passing just a moment ago that, um, you know, creating that rapport, creating that connection. Yeah. Is there anything you can identify that you do differently when it's in that remote video session versus live? Uh, You know, probably not because even in the office, they come in a little tight
1: and tense and not sure and all that. So it's just putting them at ease, you know, just being light about it. You know, anything you make a big deal becomes a big deal. And if they see that you're stressed, they're going to feel it, whether it's conscious or not. They're going to definitely feel your vibe. But my attitude is, what is the problem here? Come on, let's just hang out and let's you know create some change. Yeah. And they respond well to it.
0: That's so much of that is the just the foundation, the environment that we create. And I think this is something that, which is why we're launching a lot more episodes on this theme of people going, oh, but it's strange. It's like, well, if you treat it as it's strange. Then but what's that's, strange? I know. They right? probably don't have an answer <laughs> to that. Yeah. Well, I, who was it? Um uh, Joseph Onesta in Pennsylvania has the line that he says to his clients in person, well, let me just call this out in advance. There's something inherently weird about what's about to happen. You've driven to a stranger's office and you're going to close your eyes. Now that that's out of the way, what do you want to change today?
1: Exactly. Well, you know, I'll tell you what the spin I put on it is I say to them, you know, quite frankly, I should be charging you a lot more. There was no travel time, no wear and tear in your vehicle, no emotional crap, no traffic. No rescheduling of events because you had to, you know, take all that extra time. Because I would have, I've actually had people fly from as far as the Philippines to the Boston area for a week to do sessions in many other countries and people Mm -hmm. driving three hours each way. And I said to them, you know, I'm making a joke of it, but it's kind of true. I should be charging you a whole
0: lot more. So you're getting a real deal. And that all of a sudden comes to a lot i love that i mean look at the nature of travel if you're going to drive across the country yeah, it's going to take a lot more time if it's going to take a smaller investment to take a bus across the country but then the benefit is you don't have to be the one driving yeah. meanwhile if you suddenly pivot that to a train it might be cross-country a few hours less it's going to cost more money and the more expensive would be the airplane flying across country. You'd be there in six hours, maybe 500 bucks, or, you know, just charter the private jet and you 25 get 25 grand. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so there's some, I like that. And um, I know your sense of humor and I know where that's coming from. <laughs>
1: 25 grand, honey. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I think, you know, people at home should be hearing that that sort of mentality though, that, you know, this is where I've been saying for years, if you want to do more online sessions, it's very simple just offer it on your website yeah just put it out there on my strategy session form that people can book time with me it's a little bit of a hypnotic presupposition by way of a listing pattern how do you want to work with Jason live and in person online video conference combination of live and online leaves out the fourth obvious option of not at all yeah. yet <laughs> they're seeing that they're seeing that example of the online and suddenly realizing oh this is possible and yeah I've had people travel in as well is there a story that stands out of working with someone interactively whether it was like a one-off type thing or more of a long-term thing where perhaps that distance was a bit of an advantage to it
1: well I don't think there's any advantage other than on their end right right yeah Uh, but I'll tell you there were two that popped in my head when you said you know anything interesting one was uh, really sad Uh, For a while, I was involved in Anita Mojani's um, Facebook private group where I was one of five quote-unquote healers that they asked to be part of it. And Anita Mojani was the one you'll see in the clip with Wayne Dyer when just before he passed away and did his last presentation. And now she speaks all over the world after her near-death experience. And I was working with a couple of people uh, who were actually dying. And this woman was there in her kitchen and I knew that she was really, really ill. And her little son came out. Normally, I would just, you know, kind of shoo them away. And I just felt so sad knowing that this kid's not going to have his mom much longer. So, I'd let him stand beside her while her eyelids were closed and she was sitting there in trance. And as long as he remained quiet, it was cool. But that stands out like as far as such an emotional uh, situation. That happened. And then an, another time I had worked with this family, you know, starts with the kid, then the parents come in for their issues and you get the rest of the kids. So then I started work with the mom extensively. And I've seen so many headboards of people's beds. It's incredible. You know, it's a common place <laughs> where they'll do their session. So then she came to the office about eight months later.
0: You know, out of context, we have a challenge there, there, but go on. Right? I said, <laughs> Christine,
1: there's something really wrong here. I feel really awkward doing this session. She goes, what's the matter? I said, you should have brought your headboard with you. So what happens is you start to get into this comfortable visual thing. And it just, uh, oh, that's something important too. When you're sitting there and they're looking at you, what the hell is your background? What's your backdrop? What are they looking at? Yeah. You know, a lot of people don't understand. It's like you see people take selfies in the bathroom and then they're, you know, their kids are on the floor (laughs) behind them. (laughs) You know what I mean? But that's something seriously to keep in mind is like when I do Facebook Live or I do my Zoom sessions, what's in the background is very intentional, very intentional.
0: Think about the subliminal messaging of visuals, right? right which we find ourselves in a moment where amazon is doing not doing non-essential shipments so mm-hmm. the idea of going out and buying something at the moment may not be practical so what would you recommend if someone has to kind of think on the fly and craft that that set meaning this isn't uh necessary to buy but the food is no i mean in terms of uh creating that background space when they're doing sessions well Just think about something calming, pleasing, Mm -hmm. uh, messages.
1: Like behind me, there's a a Better You Hypnosis Center in my name uh, on a small little sign. And then on the wall around the house, there are these um, stencils, you know, instead of painted. And this one says, think, do, be positive. Mm -hmm. And then a couple of certifications, whatever behind me, creating that look, that perception, that feel. So when they look at me, it looks like I'm sitting in my office because I am. Yeah, but I've also done this outdoors. But when I do it outdoors, it would be with the woods behind me, mm-hmm. or water, or something calming, pleasant—you know, effective—that's going to assist you in your presentation,
0: or, or rather than your uh, session work. Yeah. You know, that makes me think about how sometimes I've purposefully done the sessions in different locations based on the style of the work. Do you, do you let that be directed by your own convenience or is it often directed by what you think you might end up doing in that session? No, nah, the session to me, it
1: doesn't matter what the session is Yeah, because the, the variations of my backdrop don't change that much. Mm-hmm. Well, that's also, then you brand it, right? When they see you it's like, I talked about this uh, and I said, when you see our buddy, Will Horton, he's always either with the horse on the farm or in that, yep. that blue backdrop in that room, he sits it. So they go, oh, that's that guy, Will. Because if you change it all the time, they may not get the same uh, connection.
0: Right. It's where, you know, the background, like in my classroom with all the papers that are yeah. up on the walls, That that's become a bit of the branding right. uh, in the new space, which was, uh, you made fun of me of this in uh, Vegas uh, back in August and- um, Thanks. Uh, well, the example of, what was that? Which time? I know. What were I you know. talking about? <laughs> no, the, the conversation of how I just bought this office and how often I drive here just to turn on video conference. Right. Yeah.
1: No, but I actually have mentioned that to people. I say, dude, if you know you're doing well, you just bought the building that you got your office in. Yeah. So that was a really good move for you. Good oh, for you, man.
0: Thank you. Thank you. But it's where, it, you know, playing with different platforms where you can do the green screen and change out the backdrop, yeah, which yeah. Uh, I know Dan Candell does this. I know Karen Hand do this, that they have um, a photo of their actual office. And this way, even from their own home, they mm-hmm. can do that remote session, change out the backdrop to look as, as as if it's their actual office. And there's no difference. I like just something a little bit more plane behind me, which is where I put in that uh, fake brick wall uh, behind me, which just, you know, allows the focus to be on what's directly in front. Uh, You mentioned um, people, the story of the kid being in the room. Do you Mm. give any specific advice on their side in terms of how to best set the stage for the session? Yeah. I mean, the obvious, right? But then again, some things that seem obvious to some people aren't
1: to others. So (laughs) it's alone, undisturbed, uh, already preload, um, pre-download zoom. Cause that's what yeah. I use. Uh, it's to me, it's very reliable, easy, simple for them to, uh, a place where they could be comfortable. You know, they may move around. I maybe talk to them in one place. I say, okay, now where are you going to go now? Their bed, their couch, their whatever, have their head supported. You know, you don't want their head snapping back. Um, earphones, uh, headphones or earbuds. And that's about it though sometimes the first 10 minutes is me just directing them of how to connect to the call and how to get Uh, their mic working (laughs) (laughs)
0: that's where i found strength in the phrase that well the benefit is we only have to figure out the tech side of this once exactly Exactly. which i'm even looking at possibly doing a little tutorial um as uh, that's become all the sessions this this month so far that uh just saying here's how you do it although the cool thing with zoom if you enable the the setting that people can join the event before you log in. Mm -hmm. The cool thing about that is they can go ahead and click that link well in advance. It's customized specifically to them. So they're not going to be hopping into someone else's session, you know, basically hop in, see that you connect, and then we're good to go. Do, do you have the, which I want to highlight the way that you phrase that of everything that you said there was positive. Every well, phrasing I don't that speak you, negatively, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I
1: avoid don't language, it's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, hey, that's what we're finding out in this day and age. People's true colors, man. Look how they're posting, look how they're reacting. Nothing in life is what happens, it's how you react. Even as a hypnotist, it isn't what's happening in your business, it's how you're reacting to it. So, react by just knowing there's always opportunity, there's always some alternative, and then step back, calm down, and shift over.
0: Yeah, which I mean, it's where I shared online the uh, Frank Kern, who's a, mm-hmm. sort of a marketing god, put up oh, this I'm great uh, email the other day about here's how you continue to run your business during, not yeah. here's how you run your business because of. Exactly. And that needs to be, that exactly. Needs to be that dominating factor. Just so people can hear it again, what were those uh, sort of? Uh, I, don't, I don't want to use the word rules, but the foundations as to what you share with the client, as to yeah, uninterrupted. Holy what holy was the rest right. of it? The, the, the call bullet points.
1: So one, whatever service you're going to use, for me, it's Zoom. Download it ahead of time and I give them the link, right? Yeah. Secondly, you want a place where you're undisturbed, alone, and comfortable. And you want to be able to be uh, in a situation where you are either leaned back, lying down, but your head supported. So when people sit in a chair, I say to them, so where are we going to do the Well, it's all the session, but the formal part, as it were, part of the session. And they oh, oh. And they'll shift over to their couch or something or go in their bedroom. Uh, So I want their head supported so it doesn't snap back on them. And earbuds or headphones.
0: Yeah. You do that, you're in. I love that because, again, everything is positive. It's telling them exactly what should be happening. Are there any moments where perhaps someone can't comply with some aspects of that? I would imagine the headphones may be the part that they might have a challenge with if it's a little bit more sudden of a session.
1: Uh some people just aren't equipped. They don't have it, but they'll right, get it yeah. for the next time. But back to this to Sarah, the lawyer down in uh, Florida, you know, having to go into her car. And I would see people walk by her car. You know, <laughs> right <laughs> by her window and <laughs> so a entranced out.
0: I'm doing a session, uh it was like Friday last week, and she goes uh, and she she set this up ahead of time. She goes, just so you know, I, my kids are downstairs watching a move me. My husband walk, works from home. Mm-hmm. Um, but the set of French doors going into her home office, she goes, they're, they're glass doors. So I can't guarantee that the kids won't be looking in. Oh, <laughs> so it's like halfway it's through the session. Quiet. Yeah, it's like halfway through it. I've got them doing the thing with their hands cupped to the eyes looking yeah, through the yeah, door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm just waving at them. <laughs>
1: I'll, you know, I'll tell you. It's unfortunate. It takes a situation like this for a lot of people in our profession to hear what we're discussing. But every hypnotist I coach, this is one of the first things we bring up as a alternative, an option, or maybe even how they shift into doing a bulk of their work. Because so many people aren't even aware.
0: Right. Yeah. Well, that expectation that this is the one way to do it, that there's only one way to do the work when all of this stuff is flexible. I mean, as my Um, I said this at a keynote years ago that in a profession where the word hypnosis only dates back about 150 years, we can't lean on the phrase, this is how we've always done it.
1: Right. And anyone that says this is how it's done in the word must run away from them.
0: Yeah, because we still don't know. So let's kind of round it out. We've talked about how to actually work with those clients. Uh, today was a day that I looked at the calendar and there's new inquiries coming in. So I haven't lost any clients. No. I would say that the number of new inquiries coming in is definitely lower this week. Uh, though What kind of recommendations? What is it that you've classically done to bring in those people even around the world? Because we're no longer t- talking local market.
1: Well, part of my advantage is, uh, and Craig Eubanks mentioned this maybe 10 years ago at a talk at a conference. And he mentioned a guy out in Cali. And uh, he mentioned me and he says, if you try to dominate them online, they're too saturated. So (laughs) my career has saturated enough where I have enough presence and then referrals. And because I've been doing this 20, 21 years or so and uh, for 18, seriously, full-time. And um, social media, you know, Facebook Live has um, done a lot for me as far as getting attention and people sharing. But truly, and, um, a lot of people are hip to this and a lot of people kind of scoff at it, even in our profession, though you would think you'd be a little more open-minded being a hypnotist, but dude, I live in the flow state. I am the law of attraction. And all of this is because I had already envisioned this before it happened. It this was part of my mental plan. Yeah. And I'm not seeing drop off. Here's now dig on this, you Now, here's the other thing, man. <sighs> As I said once to somebody in Vegas, I was speaking out there, I said, man, hypnotists are the cheapest bunch of p- I have <laughs> met ever. He goes, what? I go, I'm telling you, man. I said, what I give in the, in the coaching programs I do, he says, stop right there. He goes, your problem is you think it's hypnotist. It's people. Mm-hmm. So people, even in our profession, are panicking right now. They're acting afraid. You know, they've blown it out of proportion. The truth is, go ahead and go on, uh, say, Facebook as an example. You're going to see more ads. I was talking to my tech guy this morning about this. We're talking about a, a thing where a campaign we're rolling out. And I said, hey, I've seen more ads just for anything, You know, shoes, clothes, shirts, whatever, uh, any product, more than ever, I had well, not ever, but
0: more than I have in a long time, I would say more than ever, at least in terms Maybe of ever because we some Facebook home. ads for the event with Karen. And I mean, the, the ad spend was the same as it usually is, but it took them an extra two days to approve ads. Yes. So people are bored, people are home, people still have money. And it's
1: a distraction to buy. And people who didn't have the time to focus on themselves, this is the time. If you can reframe your, your uh, ad or your promotion in, in the way that speaks to them like, oh yeah, I never thought about that. So even like when I opened that second office, Jason, that's when we had banks shutting down and people like, are you out of your mind? I said, there are people buying planes right now. And that's why focus on, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Not the person who, uh, scrapes up every dollar they can just to do a, a shorts, uh, program with you. no oh, man, everything is still out there. You just got to look where, you know, where it is. So, this is actually a good opportunity because people are home, people are available, and
0: people need something to do. So, what's better than working on you? Right. There's something very powerful about normalcy. I mean, the event that Karen and I just did online, we made it a point before we started to go... Let's reference this for two or three minutes at the beginning. This was an online four-hour event. Let's reference it for two or three minutes at the beginning. Let's bring it up only towards the end in our closing remarks, but Mm -hmm. let's not make this event about this. No. You know, to look that, again, this is what we can be doing right now. And I, I look historically at how... Movies and film flourished right after the Great Depression, and a Absolutely. lot of these, a lot of these big innovations in our world came out of a time where everything had to stop and people had to regroup. So again, it's the Frank Kern line: how to keep going during it, not because of. Hey, let me tell you what's cool about
1: this situation for me. And I mentioned this to uh, my brother the other day. I said, you know, people are out there freaking out and they have their jobs, and they can't go here, do this. I said, "Do you know that this is the same old, same old for me right now? I'm home, like I always am. I where I get a, a room here at the front room of the house as an office, even the house here in Ohio. Now, um, I do my Zoom work. My clients, I still got clients booked, you know, for the week, and nothing has changed. It's just that at night I can't go out and break the scenery up by going somewhere and hearing some music or you know having a, a meal in a restaurant. That's the only limitation for me right now. I still go out." And You know, do I run or whatever and work out and do yoga. and But I've done this for years now. So to me, it's the same old thing. So anyone who's thinking about shifting into using these video platforms, all of a sudden, they're going to find tremendous freedom and
0: an incredible reduction in your overhead. Well, I'd read the exact inquiry that came in this morning for someone I'm going to talk to later today. And you know, I I would very comfortably say in advance, I don't think I would turn this into an email marketing headline. Yet this is the mentality of that client reaching out to me that wants to quit smoking, has previously been successful reducing and stopping on her own. And the form asks, why now? And clearly I can't go out and buy more of them and I've hated them for years. It seems like a good opportunity to quit.
1: Now, if you want to take uh, I don't think it's a darker approach, but that leveraging off of a situation, you know, to be healthier, you want your lungs in the best condition they can be in right now, because this is a respiratory situation. So if you're a smoker, contact me now, mm-hmm. you know? So there's always a way to, in an ethical way, leverage what's happening and maybe not leveraging, but just, opening a door you know you know bringing their viewpoint their perception of something they're not even thinking about and they're
0: like wait a minute yeah that's a good point isn't it well this brings about something that i know you do with your facebook lives which is that that event is not just popping up online for a little while and going here's what i do by what i do it's that you're hopping up and you're giving value and very clearly you're a person who operates a business who provides this professional service and yes, there's perhaps some call to action towards the end, but for the most part, people figure that out because that's yes. why you're sharing it. So any, any tips on that Facebook Live strategy?
1: Yeah. And, and for any uh, promotion or marketing you're doing, and, and before there was a time when either your location, uh, the quality of what you had, or your fee or price could separate you, right? You could be unique selling proposition, USP. But then, when Web 2.0 came, everything shifted, man. I mean, everything changed as far as marketing and promotion. And then it was all about building a tribe, a following. Yeah. And it was, and plus, it's never changed that you get what you give, right? Or you give to get. So, more importantly than ever, though, you had to give and let people. Follow you because you were of value. You weren't just trying to pound them and bring them in. And that's the way it goes. So, even my students, I tell them you never sell what you do, you offer it. Mm -hmm. You know, you make an offer, you suggest. And if you're delivering quality, well, don't they want more? So, my idea is I share with them different points on. Uh, And different, easy uh, to apply techniques on how to live healthier, how to live better, uh, whatever. Or maybe call them out, you know, and say like, what are you doing? Let's be honest about this. But then deliver something. And then always at the end, a little call to action. Hey, look, now look, always presupposition. Oh, by the way, I love it when you all share this video with your friends. Because Mm -hmm. the more we help each other, the better we all feel. So thank you for sharing this video with everyone else you know. And I've had people do that. I bumped into people in the store and they go, I watch you. My girlfriend told me I should start watching you in the morning. So you deliver some quality, you deliver substance, you give them something that will work, something that will help them. And then you're the source of that, whatever that is. So they're going to come back for more.
0: Yeah. If you're not giving, man, you're not going to get, you know, it's just the way it goes. I love that and especially the willingness to do things that you cannot financially track is what produces that biggest turnaround I've seen long-term. You know, Jason, you probably know this
1: too. I've, um, I've been blessed in my career. And there was a time when I had not done as much work as I've done in the last seven years on myself and my ego wasn't as managed. So it was just going after more money, more money, more money. Cause I mean, I grew up, <laughs> money? <laughs> No, <laughs> no, no, no. Good things in life? No, 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 no. And that's what I did. And all of a sudden, I didn't understand why things started to slow down. I mean, it's Tom Holy, come on. Oh, then I got hit to the fact that I was going after it the wrong way. When you don't go after the money, you just go after providing the best service you possibly can, the money shows up and probably more than you'll get if you just chase the money. Plus, whatever you chase runs away. So don't chase anything. Just provide really, really good work. And you watch what happens, man. And if you want to get a little more, I don't know, woo-woo about it, imagine it's like this. You're helping humanity, and that which created all says, I'm going to shine a little blessing on you. Good for you. But you're all trying to rape everybody for the money they have, and they're like, yeah, I'm going to take some stuff away from you. Maybe but you got to deliver quality substance and you have to give to get.
0: Beautiful. Where can, uh, where can people get in contact with you? How can they find you online?
1: My website for my practice is prosperusa.com. And that's a better you hypnosis and they could just go there and contact me or on social media, just type in my name and uh, contact me. Tom, this has been fantastic. Thanks for coming on. Hey, man, thanks for the opportunity. And it's cool that you're doing this and you're putting in double time to get more of this good information out to people. So, you know, good on you, man.
0: And that's just what we just talked about, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah, right on. Jason Lynette here once again, and as always, thank you so much for interacting with this program for, uh, let me do it in Tom's way. You know, I get a kick out of it when you all go online and share this with your friends. Uh, That being said, make sure you check out Tom's resources. And again, the easiest way to find everything that we're up to, go over to worksmarthypnosis.com forward slash now online. We've got more online events coming your way, more free resources teaching you how to do this work of professional hypnosis around the world, and a lot more good stuff coming your way. Stay safe out there, everybody. Wash your hands. I'll see you in person very soon.
1: Thanks for listening to the Work Smart Hypnosis Podcast at worksmarthypnosis.com.